person. But here's the deal. This is a word that can go with anybody. Yeah. Realistically. God ordains your steps. Come on. You can make your plans, and we often do. And that's the greatest struggle is we make our plans, and then we go, this isn't what I had planned. And then the Lord says, I know, it's better. Um, and then we have to, and then he kind of like fights us to do it. Uh, everyone's like, oh my gosh, just let the cat in for the love of God and everything holy, Wesley. <laughs> no. Um, and so he, he is ordaining your steps right now. And you feel, you feel that res- what you think is resistance and really what it, you know, like I had this interesting epiphany today, Sammy, I was using one of them, one of the machines at the gym and I really, keys left pocket of my rain jacket. There you go. And so come on now. He's ordaining your steps, Kimberly. He's ordaining your steps. Chauncey says though cat has a word of knowledge right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, she doesn't. She she will literally attack my camera. Um, (laughs) She is not saying right on. She is, she is saying many things in, in her cat language. Uh, I may have to let her in or put her in my room. Uh, but Bro, if you don't, I think PETA might come after us. <laughs> exactly. Oh, please. That cat is, this cat is so spoiled. But anyways, so I'm at the gym and I'm doing a, a weight that I normally have no problem doing, but I, I look at it and I go, oh man, I, I must've put like, resi- like an additional resistance uh, band or whatever in on the machine. And so I go and I do it. And all of a sudden I'm struggling and I'm like, this isn't right. And then I look at it again. There's no resistance band there. So I reset and do the same weight, but now I'm aware that there is no resistance there. Wow. See, what happens is, is we think that there's resistance. We think there's a battle or there's going to be a battle. But in all actuality, it's not there. But because we think wow. it's there, we go through a battle. I was feeling resistance on something I normally can pull down with no struggle. Then I realized that there wasn't resistance and had no issues. Wow. And so sometimes we are creating our own warfare in our in our mind and in our heart because we're already perceiving the issue at hand. It's kind of like that old adage that you would hear in life coaching, the problem isn't necessarily the problem, it's the attitude towards the problem. At, like Wes, if I could just jump in, I so believe in this. How often does our mindset say this is going to be hard? And so we actually make it hard. I feel like sometimes people go into these scenarios where it's like, it's like now, again, instead of taking that moment to readjust, I actually feel like this is the season that we're in right now. Even, you know, as, and I'm going to speak to Canada, as things are adjusting here, people are coming in, there's like this new normal, there's things that are shifting. And it's interesting to see people's mindsets. And I, and I think sometimes if I could say this way, hope deferred has its own resistance. When people have been hope deferred for a long time, what starts to happen is you automatically believe 
that something's bad is going to happen even before it happens. It's yeah. almost like you have faith in the negative and more faith in, well, I, you know what, we're going to have a fourth wave or, oh, we're going to have, this is, the economy is going to go down the toilet or this or this. And there's all of this mindsets. There's all these mentalities that we actually, the devil would love for us to get us focused on, on the negative, you know, or, or I'll put it this way. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> did you read the hello and I just, uh, I just, I love your cat. I I love your cat. This is amazing. But I want to, I want to throw one. I got a word of knowledge here for somebody. They're with their kid right now. And uh, your kid is, is wanting a little bit of your attention. You try to watch, watch this too. You actually just handed your kid your iPhone. Uh, Oh, did I lose? Oh, I think (laughs) Wes is going to be a moment here. (laughs) He's dealing with the cat friends, but um, here's the deal. I saw you right now. You took a, you took a, um, a, uh, looks like a, an iPod or an iPad and uh, you gave it to your kid. Your password for it is one, two, three, four. It's simple because you gave it. I feel like you did that for your child. Who are you today? Your child's passwords, one, two, three, four. You actually just handed your kid this thing. And I want to encourage you right now is that as I believe, as your child's doing something on its own device right now. I believe God's going to speak to their child as you have this on right now. I actually believe as you're trying to, you know, you're watching this and, and I know there's multiple things that are going on right now. God is actually going to speak to your child, even in this time, that anointing as, as you're just having this broadcast on and you're listening, getting encouraged, God's actually going to move on your child. Who are you right now? You, I, I literally saw you, you handed off a device to your kid and the password for this thing's like one, two, three, four. And uh, I believe God's about to meet with your kid. And I and I believe you're on this broadcast right now. And I just release that anointing over your child today, right now in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you right now. And this is the thing I I've, I feel like we're about to see kids get radically touched just in the realm of the realm of the glory. Sometimes we want, you know, whether it's our kids or we want the circumstance to be perfect. We want everybody to to feel locked in per se. You know, they're engaged in the message or this many times the anointing is better caught than taught. And I feel like God is releasing, even on this broadcast, there's an unusual anointing for people to catch right now. They're going to catch that anointing and their kids are going to catch it. And so, Father, I thank you for the releasing of it right now in Jesus' name. Wesley, you're back. She's like a toddler, dude. (laughs) I love it. But you know what, though? Hey, one thing you know, is that your cat loves you. And oh, yeah. uh, Runar is like, my son is sitting beside me with my iPad while I am on the phone. How awesome is that? Come on. <laughs> Chauncey's like, I gave my three-year-old time and some cookies. There, I know exactly what you're going. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So I, I want to encourage you that as they're listening right now, as we're as we're doing this, the anointing's caught. Sometimes I think, Wesley, we... we, we uh, <laughs> We, we're trying so hard for these perfect moments. In life, I find there's very few perfect moments. And many times, it's the God that invades our, our, you know, our very sometimes hectic life. There's, yeah. we, and, I, and I believe if we would start to look for this, is that we would start to realize that when Jesus came to the earth, it was in a hectic time. Israel was under Rome's rule. There was corruption. There was so much political garbage, religious garbage that was going on. I think for a lot of people, if you said, is this the right time for a Messiah? Many people would have said, no, it doesn't, it doesn't line up. But how often, Wesley, is it when we receive breakthrough, 
It's, it's the God of peace that can step into a chaotic situation. And all of a sudden he brings the moment in the midst of the chaos and he can release that peace. He can release that breakthrough. But I want to encourage people on here today, whatever you're going through, you might have a cat that is, is shouting in the background. I'm just doing that. Just a, just a, poke a little bit of fun, Wesley, or maybe today you're doing multiple things. The truth is I, I just believe sometimes as you're doing, whether it's maybe you're doing chores right now, maybe you're doing like different things on like as this broadcast is going on, just receive from the spirit, receive what God's doing. And I believe you're going to start to notice God moving in your life. And I know, Wesley, we're talking about the travel edition. Here I am hosting a broadcast, and you just got back from the gym. And uh, and here we are, we're online. And I love this because the truth is we can see God move anywhere. He, I, I so believe this. We serve a God that is present in all situations. Is there? Could you share some stories or some revelation, Wesley, on this? Because I feel like God wants to do some Jehovah sneaky moments with people, even on this broadcast and friends, just even to release the, Lord, I thank you for the joy of the Lord just coming on people. If you need yeah. joy, again, type joy and uh, into the broadcast, because I believe some of you are going to get hit with joy. You're going to start laughing like crazy, but go for it. Go for it, uh, Wesley. Let's, let's keep going back and forth. You know, I mean, when you were talking about that, you know, we wait for an event to take place because we're, we're very event mindset, mm. event oriented. We're waiting for something on the outside to acknowledge what's always been eternal. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. See, what happens is, is it's not like, boom, breakthrough. It's like, you're aware now that God has taken you from that place. Come on. Your, your, your awareness of what God has done has been awoken and you're realizing what's True. actually taking place all around you. You don't you may not realize there's been like a thousand micro steps to get you to where you're at right now. So good. But, but he's been bringing you there. Like, you know, where it's like people all the time, they're like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for my fresh start. And I'm like, you're already in it. Come on. You, you are in your fresh start right now. We, we get so we're waiting. The, the doctrines of man have always made it seem like there's something far off in the future that's taking place. But when God said, I have a hope and a plan for you, I have a future for you. He wasn't talking about 28 days or 28 years down the road. He even addressed this when, as he was on the earth and he said, you have a saying and four months, the harvest will come. But I'm telling you right now that the harvest is ready to be picked. Come See, on. we're constantly looking four months down the road instead of realizing that the hope and future that he has for you is right now. Not Good tomorrow, word. not next week, not next year. You're you don't need something outside of you to take place. You don't like we're waiting for the Lord to do something, but He's already doing it every day. Can you I inject something? Him, yeah, go for it. Okay, sure, really quick. I want to ask you a question. All right. In this, is that why do you think people are waiting for that moment? Because I think a lot of people are like, why? Why is it that we we have this human tendency to wait? for the event or wait for that moment. And sometimes we forget about the now, like, what do you think, you know, and, I, and I'm putting you on the spot here. We haven't talked about this and no. uh, we never talk about things this, beforehand anyway. This is how we get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. 
because you ask me questions like this. Um, I honestly think it's part of it is just has been the indoctrination of the church for so long. We've been waiting for God to come and we've missed the fact that God is with us. Yeah. And he already came. (laughs) That too. And we're trying, we're trying over here, trying to get past, you know, trying to figure out like sin management instead of freedom. Wow. But you've got to remember every sin you've committed since you started in that until the day you die has already been taken care of and reconciled. Now it's the repercussions that's going on up here that make you think that you're wrapped up in it. He didn't give 28 days of counseling to Adam and Eve. He just took them out of a place of where they were and then put them into a new place. Even when God met with Adam and Eve, you want to know what he never did bring up what was wrong. Wow. If something's bring here, if something is bringing, I always up, get you in trouble. <laughs> no, I get you in trouble. That's usually what happens. And then you have. To I'm used to it. Yes. What he meant to say was, <laughs> if you ask him in person, though, he may not say it right. Still, um, but he didn't address anything with Adam and Eve at all whatsoever. It was they brought it to him. Wow. See, when. Sin consciousness and sin awareness and sin management teaches us that we need to hide and be afraid and be in shame when God teaches liberation. Come on. He teaches freedom. He, he doesn't teach it. He is free. Can we first freedom or truth is a person. Yeah. It's, it's not this mystical thing. That's all of a sudden going to happen. And then boom, you're free. It's when you get close to Jesus, freedom takes place because Jesus is truth. So what he says in that place. But if you have something that's literally like reminding you of your sin, you know who that's not? No, God. That's your that's your carnal mind. That's that that that's where the the sense of defeat and torture is at. Is wow. it's constantly speaking those things and trying to remind you of who you were, but God doesn't live in your yesterday. God lives in your present right now, and He's push. He's bringing you into your future. And see, we have this misunderstanding of time, where time has this uh, a dichotomy, and, and it's it's even though it's time, it it works in opposition of itself because it's now and tomorrow, but he's not living in your yesterday, but your yesterday, he delivered you out of your yesterday. And so if he's going to deliver you out of your yesterday, is he not going to continue that freedom today? Why do you even need to worry about tomorrow? Wow. And and the Bible specifically says why we're yet sinners. Yeah. Christ died for us. So, Yet, like the word, I keep thinking about that. With the whole time you're talking, it's like in the midst we haven't of your shared mis- one travel story yet. Well, I know, I know. We're just we're having so much fun. <laughs> we're warming like, up. I'm just I'm just enjoying. We got lots of time here today, and I, I actually feel like this is going to be liberating for people here. And I think this is liberating for even how you present the gospel. Oh, it's yeah. because people so often what we try to do 
is I, and I think it's been part of the culture of the church is if we could just get people to acknowledge like, like you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner. And so the message, and I get it. We've all, the Bible says we've all sinned. We've yeah. all fallen short of the glory of God. But I think the problem that's been right now is that we actually, we've so, focused so much time on people's sin that we've actually forgot what Jesus has done and, and delivered us from and who we are. And so we still live in this culture that, that if I could just say this, it's repent, pray, repent, pray. And, and we get into this repetitive workspace thing and we actually never move forwards. And so we yeah. repent of a lot of good things. And, and where we go from repentance meeting to repentance meeting to repentance. And I'm not saying, you know, emotion, like, you know, it, there's tears, there's all these things. But the truth is when it comes down to moving on, like Wesley, from God doesn't just like, I, this is going to get me in trouble. You're going to get me in trouble today, by the way, just to let you know. Here's the thing. Do we need to switch to my, to no, my no, channel? No, no, no. <laughs> we need to like, we need to keep this going. This is good for people. God yeah. wants us not just to get us to the place of you're repented, you're forgiven. He wants you to learn how to move on. Most people don't know how in the church how to move on from sin. No. They they have a theology of, okay, I've sinned. I ask for forgiveness. Jesus, you forgive me of my sin. But how do you move on from sin? What does it look like actually to live in liberty that's found in Jesus? What does it actually look like to move on from the place of that sin does not define me? I'm not sin conscious. I'm not thinking, oh God, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. And so what happens is we develop this bubble wrap Christianity. I'm sorry to say, but, and so what happens is we live in our church buildings. We live in our church communities. We live in all these things and it's all bubble wrapped because we're at the nutshell of this thing is we're afraid that what's in the world is going to get on us. And I and I think we have a fear-based, or, or I'll put it this way, some of us, our sin consciousness has created a fear of a sinful world being like, I can't go out there. What would happen? Oh my goodness. Like if I go out there, something's going to happen to me. The truth is, the Bible says, the spirit that's in you is greater than the spirit that's in this world. And I feel like for those that are on this broadcast, even for some of you, they're like, I don't know if I could be friends with this person. Wait a second. If you understand who Jesus is, the spirit that's on you is greater than any spirit that they have, is greater than the addiction. It's greater than whatever, the anger, the different things that are going on. But I think, Wesley, this is where we need to, to deconstruct some of this religious, and I'm not like, you know, sometimes that word, I, I, I use that word on purpose because it can trigger some things here. And because I'm trying to get your attention, we need to deconstruct some of our religious thinking that is so focused still on our old man, Yeah, Wesley. We're still focused on killing the old man, and yet we never live in our new reality, in our new life. And so I'm going to flip this back to you guys. Share the broadcast. Let's get this word out. I feel like today, there's something today, I feel like chains are breaking off of people today. And and I want to encourage you, let today be a freedom. Maybe you need freedom today. And, and type it in the chat, whatever you need to do. I feel like God wants to set some people free, but go for it, Wes. We'll just keep going back and forth. How much trouble do we want to get in? I'm so having a really, I'm having a really good day. So I want to, I want to, you know what, like I, let's put it this way. Let's, let's stay in this vein. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, uh, my, my biggest thing is this, is I feel like we're in a moment yeah. where God wants to, God actually wants to deliver people yeah. from some of these mindsets. So I, I just, let's keep in this and we'll, we'll just keep rolling. What do people call 
Simon from the book of Acts. Talk to me. Well, to, to this day, um, 10,000 years later, we still call him Simon the Sorcerer. Mm -hmm. You know how scripture introduces him? Talk Simon, a man who was once a sorcerer. Really? We still hold him to his past. Wow. I didn't know that. That So scripture, when you read it, it goes, Simon, a man who was once a sorcerer, but yet in everything that we talk about, we always go, Simon the sorcerer. Wow. I'm looking that up right now. And when we, we have this whole scripture, scripture says this, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him, but what comes out. So the question is, is where are you putting your mind? Where are you putting your, your faith into? Actually, I sent this out to the, the love speaks, uh, devotion, the daily devotional I have right along these lines. I just here, I'll read it. We will experience what we believe, whether we think there is resistance or warfare, even if there isn't, we will face it. What we think we put faith into. So the question is, what has your mind? And so the, 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 re, the question is this, is what, what do you believe? How do you see you? Wow. Because when the way that the father sees you, just let's just hypothesize for a moment. Um, what is it? William Paul Young, who wrote the shack. And uh, he, he presented this idea that what if the Ten Commandments were identity statements? Wow. You will have no other gods before me. You're going to love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. You're wow. not a thief. You're not a murderer. You're not an adulterer. What if? Or let's go into 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. But if I, and then it says, if I do not have love, I cease to exist. Therefore you are created in those characteristics of patience, kindness. Uh, you, you don't seek after yourself. You love truth. You, you love justice. Like you are that person. That's who he created you to be. And it's easy to take on that, that aspect. But then let's start looking at the redemptive names of who God is. He's a healer. He's a, he's a redeemer. He's a salvation. He's all these things. But if he said, let us create Nancy Bay or Beth Hardy or Melanie Stevenson in, 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 in our image, and he's talking about our as in, like, if we want to get into the Trinity and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And then, but, you know, he's saying, listen, Michelle, I created you in the image of a deliverer. You are a deliverer. That's awesome. You're looking for me to come deliver these people, but I created you to be a deliverer. Come on. You're a deliverer. So you go deliver them. Yeah. That's so good. We're, wow. we're waiting. See, here's the thing. We went from God on us to God, in, to God with us, to God in us. Say that again. We went from God on us, like, and that he would occasionally show up where we have in the old Testament. But then here comes Jesus. Who's now God with us. 
And then because of what he did on the cross, bringing sanctification to ourselves, because holiness without Jesus isn't holiness. It's not. You can do a bunch of stuff, or in the case of the holiness argument, you can not do a bunch of stuff, and guess what? You still aren't righteous because you can't have righteousness without Christ. But he said you're already righteous because of what I've done, because of the bloodshed, because of how I gave myself to pay the ultimate atonement for sins. You're already righteous. So what are you waiting for? It's in, it's time that we get that concept. And this is my own. Listen, I got to stop seeing myself the way that I see myself in order to begin to live who Jesus is with me and in me. But we Bro. think we're waiting for the God of the God who just, he we're waiting for a fire to appear, but he is already in you. Come on. Boy, so this is like, guys, if this doesn't get you excited, Wesley's going to have to lay hands on you and raise you from the dead. Because, because I, I feel like this is the word for this season, Wesley, right now, is that the, mo- the greatest moment already happened 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And that was Jesus paying for the sin of humanity, paying the price that we could not pay. And he became the door that any man or woman, if they want to, can go through and walk in relationship with God. And I love what you said, and have God in them. Jesus Christ, the hope of glory is inside of you today. And I think sometimes we're still looking for that moment, Wesley. We're still looking for that event. We're still looking, if I could just have that again. And it's like, wait a second. God's already saying, I've already given you the greatest event. It's already happened. Friends, I want to tell you this today. It's time now to walk it out. And this is, I think this is the hard part because Wesley, when let's just break this down for a second. Because what do you do in an event? You sit and you watch and you enjoy. You observe. And, and I feel like we're still in an observation Christianity where God is getting, he's like, listen, I want to give you the revelation of who you really are right now so that you shift from this mindset of, I want to observe the great things that God wants to do. God's not looking for you to be cheerleaders. I I, I just, I keep feeling this. God's not looking for cheerleaders. He's looking for teammates. And I feel like there's people that are even on this broadcast, it's time to get in the game. If, if I could just say, using like a coaching term, is that there's people that are on this broadcast that you you know God's already given you a word. He's given you a calling. And sometimes we're like, God, if you can just tell me one more time, I actually feel like the Lord's saying, you know what? Like the truth is, it's not about hearing it one more time. It's actually you responding to that call and taking that step. Wesley, how often is it? You know, I remember the first time, you know, I I remember going to South Korea. I still remember this when I was with Todd going to South Korea and he called me up and I, I couldn't believe it. I was 16 years old going or 16, seven, no 16, I think 16, yeah, 16 or 17 going to, going to Korea. He calls out a word of knowledge. He says, there's a woman that's here. Your leg is shorter than the other. God wants to heal you. And uh, this woman comes up, her foot is about four to five inches shorter than the other. Now I'm like, I, now again, I had a theology that, that would, that would say, I believed in the miraculous. I saw a couple, you know, I never prayed for yeah. anybody before, but I saw a couple of things back sealed or different things, but this was about to be a creative miracle. God was about is to it, grow is this out of Before leg. you saw the baby in Africa? This before. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So this was my first induction into like, like actually feeling like I stepped into the game. I now prior to that, Wesley, I've had words. 
I've had words that God wants to use me. I've had great prophetic words. Stacey Campbell gave me a word that I'm still walking in today. So it wasn't that I didn't have prophetic confirmation, all these things, but here I am and I'm in this moment. And I remember, I remember Todd looked at me and said, Sammy, come over here. And I was like, I almost choked. I was looking, I looked around looking for the Korean Sammy. That's what really happened. And, uh, and also, like, oh, no, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It is our travel edition, right? So here's the try. Hey, I didn't even realize this is a travel story. Here we go. And, uh, and I feel this though, because what happened for me was so profound is that in this moment, all of a sudden it was like, I got confronted with all of this fear. It was like everything, even though again, I knew I'd been prophesied the words I knew were from God. I prayed over those words, but it wasn't until I took that step. It was someone actually called me out and said, come here. I was like, Oh, and these thoughts came. Oh my goodness. I'm going to screw this up. Oh my goodness. What's going to happen if this person doesn't get healed? Oh, like you go through all of these worst case scenarios in your head. And, and so I remember going up to the front and there, this woman is, and you know, this in your own power, you can't do this. You can't, you can't buy, I can't yank on her leg and get it to grow four inches. And so what do you do? I just remember being like, okay, God, I trust you. And this is either you or it's not, but Lord, I choose. I know it's you. I trust you. And I remember praying for this woman and in front of my eyes, I saw this leg grow out and it was completely totally restored. She screamed. She was like, ah. and I remember Wesley, I was so shocked. I screamed. I was like, ah. and, and like, there was like two, 2000, 3000 people in that place. And I remember that the whole place went nuts and it hit me two things. Number one, my Bible today, is not a book with a whole bunch of good stories. I think the problem with many people in our generation is that we know the stories of the Bible, but we actually don't know the God that yeah. is in each and every one of those stories. Well, and we, what we, look, we look to it for answers instead of a person. Ex and exactly. And like my dad would always say, Wesley, you've heard him say this, like, like I read the Bible to get to know Jesus. I don't read the Bible for information. I, I read the Bible to get to know he is the word made flesh. But the th second thing I learned, and it was one of the most critical things, I believe there's people on this broadcast, this is for you today, is that I realized God's not a respecter of persons, Wesley. It's not about how I feel. It's not about how I think I'm qualified or I'm not qualified. In that moment, I felt this, I had this much faith. I didn't feel like I was qualified. I was actually listing off all the reasons why it wasn't going to work. But you know what? It had nothing to do with me, Wesley. It had everything to do with him. And the more that we keep moving forwards, the more we realize that it's not, God's not basing this whole thing off my reputation. God is, this is off of his word. And the Bible says that his word will not return void. So when God calls you out to step out of the boat, when he calls you out to get into the game, he's not looking at your reputation being like, well, you've got to make this thing happen because this is on you. He's like, no, I'm calling you out. This is on my word. You're standing on my word. And I want to encourage those that are on this broadcast today in the midst of feeling like, what do I do? How do I move forwards? Like, how do I see the prophetic words? Wesley, I, I feel this today that God is breaking off some of these chains. And the truth is God's never put those chains. And for some of us today, the greatest enemy is not the devil. It's ourself. And what happens is, is that we criticize ourselves. And we try to tell ourselves, it's not worth it for me to get in the game. I'm not qualified enough. But the truth is, you're never qualified in the first place. I don't care who you are. Jesus made you qualified. Right. And when you step in to the game, and I'll tell you this right now, you'll realize, wait a second, I have so much more 
than what I thought. And that launched me, Wesley, into a lot of what I'm doing today was the foundation of that one experience, freaking out, not feeling like I had enough. But in, in, I'm telling you, God shows up and it's absolutely incredible. And it changed a 16 year old kid to where now, you know, like yourself, you know, we're praying for the sick, we're seeing God move, but it started out of those moments. So I want to encourage you guys. I believe this is for you. And maybe for some of you, you got to get into this. It's your time right now to say yes to God. I, I can feel that, Wesley. Maybe maybe you can, let's just keep, again, let's just keep on this because I feel like there's a flow. If there's any ministry we want to release, guys, we're going to go probably for another, are you good to go for another 20, 30 minutes, Wesley? Can we yeah. just chill? Like, okay, good, good, good. Awesome. I, block out, I block out half my day for this. Uh, yeah, because that's usually how long we go. <laughs> you, you and I tend to go like an hour and a half and think it was 10 minutes. Yeah, I know, for real. Let me, let me ask a question for those who are watching and only those who are watching. So if you're not watching, don't pay attention. Um, see how what I did there? Because it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> if you're watching right now and you feel, the pre- if you feel what you call the presence of God, just type me into the chat. Just type me into the chat. Just type me. And we're going to give it a... F- I can feel that right now. So here... Beautiful. Cause I was asking the Lord, how do I do this? And he, and he gave me this idea. I love your, I love your God ideas. This is so much fun. Look how many people are saying yes. Me. All right. So you call that the presence of God and the Lord says, well, I'm with you. And really what this is, is you reveal realizing you. Wow. In other words, he created you and what what the what's happening now is the awareness of you two married together what you're feeling is him with you it's not an external outside thing it's the real you yeah because you your it's dna it's not an external presence can I just it's, say that? Yeah. It's, it's not you. Like an external thing. It's it's the God in you becoming aware. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a second. God, it's it's the God that is present. It's he's with me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. Like I keep going, Wes. Sorry, I didn't mean to, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, yeah. but like I just I feel that today, the awareness. Wait a second, God, you are with me. It's not, it's not like voice revival broadcast just because of this broadcast. God is is just coming into people's homes, but it's actually I believe it's it's in it's actually awakening the awareness. Wait a second, God, you're in me today. You're with me. So go for it, my friend. Just like how this is not voices of revival, it's voice of revival. Yeah. It's not God and you because when two are married they become one flesh. And so therefore it's you. Wow. It's you. And I'm not, don't break it off into some weird theology. It's you. It's who you really are. And the awareness of that. So so now when you walk down the street or walk down a, a grocery store, your shadow being casted over, you know, Sally in the grocery store is now alleviating that depression. You don't wow. know it. She just know all she knows now is oh man, I feel better. I knew I should have went grocery shopping. 
it, it, that it's 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 stepping into who you really are. But here's the thing: is we start trying to find, we start trying to mimic ourselves after people one we don't have a relationship with we go oh i like the way that todd white does this and so i'm going to be like todd white and like a bunch of white people grew dreads and then um <laughs> you know or like all this like if i was gonna be like anyone i want to be like td jakes that dude dresses sharp um you know but it's we try to mimic but he created you to be you but like i remember like you know travel edition I was in Brazil. I was in, uh, what was, I don't remember what city it was in, but it was in Southern Brazil. And the, when I was there, the, we did a number of smaller meetings and like, I got to minister and the, the lead guy, he's, he got to see me flow in the prophetic and all this other fun stuff. And he goes, Tonight, because they did like a miracle hour type thing in, in uh, the in the crusade. And so normally he would do it. And granted, it'd be all in Portuguese. So I got no clue what he was saying, you know. And uh, when, so when he, he goes, you're going to do it tonight. So me trying to carry on tradition, I picked up Saul's armor. his, And I did things his way. Hmm. And so thinking that I was doing the right thing and it's something wow. that I've done before. So, you know, I started going for atmospheric healing and I start, you know, I told Sammy that I was going to share stories where miracles didn't happen. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'm over there and I was like, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over this and we take authority over that. Meanwhile, my translator is trying to keep up with me at that point. And like, yeah, you know, and everything in Portuguese, like, you know, I almost went in Korean. I know more <laughs> Korean than I know Portuguese. And so like they're going. And as they're doing that, nothing's happening. Wow. No, nothing is happening. There were approximately 4,000 people in the room. And not one single person responded. No. None of it. None of it at all whatsoever. Dude takes the mic from me. Like, he <laughs> says some things in Portuguese and he looks at me and he goes, now do your gift. Be you. Wow. He goes, you're a prophet. Prophesy. I've watched you do it. So I said, so I said, there's someone here right now. Your left eye is getting healed. Your eyesight's getting restored. You were blind in your left eye. Your birthday is this. And I started calling people out and little boy comes up eight years old, nine years old. He, he was blind in his left eye. He's seeing out of his left eye. His mom's over here having a weepathon. He's seeing wow. like the person that got called out by their birthday. I don't know what happened because it was in Portuguese and all these different things. But I had to step into who I am. Wow. The one flesh that he created me to be. Come on. See, a Valerie divided against herself cannot stand. Yeah. A Neil divided against himself cannot stand. He created He created you so specifically 
Wow. That being you is actually a pro being you is a really fantastic form of worship. It's true. Cause you're honoring who he created. Yeah. And there's some of you that are watching and you struggle with that. Well, I'm this and I'm that. And you know, if I was just like this and I feel like this nineties rap song, if I wish I was a little bit taller and uh, you know, <laughs> wish I was a baller. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you know. Thank you. Um, I'm so glad you knew that I was. And, and so we, and I just want to tell you right now who you are and I understand your mistakes are not who you are. Your mistakes are not who you are, but who you are, he calls good. Wow. He calls good. His mind has never changed about you. I'm the same yesterday, tomorrow, and forever. If we're going to say that about miracle signs and wonders, I want you to remember something. If you were with him, according to Jeremiah 1.5, that you were in his womb, I mean, you were with him before you were in your mother's womb. So you're in God's womb. You could say that. And, and, when, and so you were always with him. And then he created the heavens, the earth, the mountains, the dogs, the cats, all of that sort of stuff, and says it is good. He cannot say it's all good without you being considered a part of that equation. Wow. So Chauncey, thank you for appreciating the nineties uh, rap. I appreciate that. But he also says that you're good. Yeah. Becca, you're good. Michelle, like here's the thing. You're good. And I think today, if you could do anything, it's to declare over yourself. I'm good. Can I, you know, there's something for Wesley right here, first Corinthians six, 17. I can't shake it. And it says, but he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with them. Mm -hmm. The whole time you're talking, I, I'm seeing this right now is that for some of us, we don't believe that God actually wants to be one with us. Wesley, no. I think the hardest part is, is that we think, why would God want to be one with me? Like, doesn't he see all these issues? Right here, and I felt that when there's those that are here today, is that God wants to break off some of these mindsets that we think that we don't carry His presence because we've done all these different things wrong. We don't, you know, we're not moving in revival because you know what we 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 have these struggles. I I feel like today God's breaking that off, and He's saying, "No, I'm actually." I, I want to like, I, I'm not just out there a cosmic, this, this, this God that lives just in the heavens. I'm actually with you. I'm one spirit with you. And I want to partner with you. And I, I just, I feel this today. And so God, I thank you. Look at that. I love that. People are saying I'm good in the thing. And I feel like it's, it's healing for some. I actually feel like there's people on here right now that as you're writing these words, it's actually breaking something off right now of for some of us self-worth there's Lord, i thank you for the releasing someone's like doodling right now i this is crazy someone's doodling right now and you wrote the word good just as just as wesley was talking you've been writing the word good and i see you writing the word good and it's like god's actually getting you 
You're doodling this word. Who are you right now? You're on this broadcast. And here's the thing. I believe that the words that Wesley's been speaking are actually going into you, who you are right now. And it's actually going to change mindsets. Father, I thank you for it right now. Lord, for shifting mindsets. God, I thank you that right here on this broadcast, can you guys feel that? I can feel that it's like a, it's like a gentle, it's like a gentle breeze right now that's coming in the broadcast, that God's shifting things up right now for you. Lord, I thank you for the shifting that's take place right here on this broadcast. Some of you, I, I, I just, I see this right now where, where you've been in a, one of your, someone that's one of your last texts. This is crazy. One of your last texts, someone said to you, how are you doing? Like, I'm literally seeing this and you just wrote the word. Okay. Like literally it's one, only one word you wrote in your text can let me know who you are because I feel like you're going from an okay season, an okay life, an okay understanding. You're like, I, I'm just okay. And it's been this way for a long time. I feel like God is actually shifting right now. He's shifting mindset. He's shifting hearts that you are good. And Lord, I thank you for the releasing right now of, of it's almost like a breakthrough in the mindset where for so long it's just been okay. God, I thank you right now. Lord, shift them into God that they actually can believe for good. They can believe for the best. Lord, I thank you right now in Jesus' name, Lord, for releasing it. Lord, all over pain, that's just, uh, uh, sorry, Ain, uh, it's just saying that's you. Lord, I thank you for the releasing of it right now. Somebody, one of your numbers is like 7815. Who are you? Like, I feel like there's a, it's either you or it's a text message that you gave to 7815. And I'm seeing this, Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, that you're, you're right now, whoever this is for, it's like 7815. God knows you. And you've went through a season where it's just like you felt like you haven't heard God's voice. Um, Nam, is that you? Let me know. 7815 is my Moby. What does that mean? Is that your mobile? mobile I think. Oh, man. Wow. This is a word for you today. God knows you. 7815. God knows you today right now. God, I thank you that you know them. I can feel this. Lord, right now. Lord, that you know them. You know their number. There's stuff that's going on right now. Wes, I just, I'm telling you right now, prophetically, I just tapped into something. It was like, a window and there's stuff that's open right now. There's also NAMI. There's two people with the same thing. Wow. Come on. Just receive that right now. Someone else you're, you're drying off right now. You're in your kitchen. Um, you're in your kitchen. You're drawing off your, one of your cups. It's a glass cup. Who are you right now? You're watching this broadcast and God just says, you're good. And I feel like you, you've been feeling, you've been battling with self-worth because I'm seeing like all of these things. It looks like, like all this like debt is piling up. And I'm not just, I'm not talking like cash debt. I just feel like you feel like you've been failing here. You've been failing here. You've been failing here. And it feels like debt and this weight of all these things that you feel like have been on you. I just believe it's coming off of you right now. God, through the blood of Jesus right now, what God did, he's removed that debt. He removed that weight. Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, for releasing that, that anointing to break off the weight right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. Lord, right now, look at this. People are still writing, I am good, Wesley. There's there's people that are just getting touched. Lord, I thank you for releasing it. <laughs> Donna's like, wake up, Wesley. <laughs> Lord, we just release it today in Jesus' name. I don't know, Wesley, if there's anything else. We're going to go for another 10 minutes. Guys, share the broadcast because we want to share the gospel in about 10 minutes. We're going to switch. Wesley, I'd love it if you could share the gospel in about 10. But go for it, my friend. I was in this vision and I saw myself like going down this main road and then I turned onto Ash 
Ash Street. And and as I kept going, we uh we turned into this house. It was like a I want to say like white or tan or something like that house. And it you grew up in this house. Wow. You grew up in this house off of Ash Street, and it was like a light color, so it could have been gray, it could have been white, I don't know what it was, it could have been khaki. I'm not entirely sure. And in this house, there was a lot of abuse that went on. And the Lord said, you may have grown up with ashes, but I'm going to give you beauty. Wow. I'm going to give you beauty for Ash Street. It's a promise that he's giving you that he's going to take those that 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 past of ashes and give you beauty. Wow. And like I don't and if that I mean if you want to say hey that that that's me it makes sense cool if not I don't really care. Uh but and there's some like, I don't know if there's like a symbolic nature uh, about roses or something, or your name's Rose or your middle name's Rose or something, but I just see like the, there's, he goes, I like there, he's going to reveal to you the, like the Rose of Sharon, the beauty. Wow. And so you grew up in this like white house or light colored house on Ash Street, and he says, I'm going to give you beauty for ashes. Wow. I'm going to give you beauty for ashes. And see, and that's what he does is he, he, he comes into our lives. One of the things that is proclaimed, one of the things that is proclaimed is that he, when Jesus comes onto the scene and he goes into the temple and he reads out of Isaiah and he says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bind up the brokenhearted. I bind up the brokenhearted. And see, before he did anything else, before he did anything else, he, he proclaimed that he was here to minister and bring wholeness to your life. Wow. So he takes anything that's fractured, he takes anything that's broken, and he makes something beautiful out of it. He makes something beautiful out of all the little broken pieces. And it becomes something like a stained glass window. And he shines through it. And his light shines through it. It makes this a beautiful arrangement of colors and a life full of splendor. Wow. He takes what was broken and seemed like it could be completely... Uh, just have no value, no worth anymore. And he goes, hold on, let me bring it all together. Wow. And shine my light through it. And I will reveal a beauty that was never seen before. Because, and it was, but it was always there. It just took a, the, the father of lights to shine through it. And that's what, salvation is wow it's the the lord comes in he when we bring the lord into our life he takes all of those broken pieces and he brings them together 
and he holds them together and then he shines through them. And see, and that's an opportunity that any of us have. If we just, any area of our life, any area of our, uh, of our uh, existence that's broken, he says, if you give your life to me, I will bring everything together and then I will shine through it. I will wow. shine my light through it. And wow. so if you're watching here today, if you're watching the broadcast and you're saying, you know what? I need Jesus to shine through my life. I have some broken areas of my life. And maybe you've you've invited him in before. Or maybe you haven't. Maybe you're hearing this for the first mm. time and you've never just said, hey, Jesus, would you come into my life and fix those and bring those broken places, those broken pieces together? Or maybe you're just in a place and you're saying, Jesus, like, I know it's me again, but all I have is this life. And would you come and hold it together for me, please? Wow. He's here for you. And it, all it is is a... <coughs> All it is is, yes, Jesus, I want you to come and hold everything together and shine through it. And so if you're watching today, this afternoon, I assume it's afternoon pretty much everywhere, Yeah. but, but it's probably morning over somewhere else. But if you're watching right now and you're saying, Jesus, I want you to come into my life and bring all the broken places together. And shine through it, you're basically asking him to give you beauty for brokenness. Wow. And if that's you, if you're watching right now and you're saying, Jesus, come on, bro, I want to exchange my brokenness for your beauty, then just type these two words into the chat. Yes, Jesus. Come on. Just type those two words. Yes, Jesus. If you're wanting today to say, you know what? I want to give him all of my brokenness for his beauty. Wow. Come on. Even right now, you feel there's this overwhelming sense of emotion for some of you some of you are feeling peace some of you, there's a, a i want to say young but you're younger than me you're a female and you've been dealing with like nightmare night terrors and you, you you just you're tired you're tired from life but you're also tired because you haven't slept And I just pray right now that his peace would be upon mm. you in the name of Jesus. Wow. I'm just seeing how many people, Wesley, right now are saying, yes, it's powerful. There's I like, had my eyes closed for a minute. So. Yeah, there's like 12 <laughs> or 13 people so far that have said yes. Lord, I just thank you. That's right. Seraphel, yeah. you had nightmares, but no more. Come on. Complete deliverance right now. Yeah. So when you just said that, Wesley, I, I felt like I got, I know this is going to sound different, but I felt like I was um, 
walking like I, I'm next to a counter. Someone has their Telus, their Telus phone bill next. You've got it on your counter. I can see it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's even possible. What is this right now? There's somebody watching, and it's like I feel like you're oh, what is like the postal code on the bill is like something like five VH three Z seven or something like that. Um, and, uh, I'm seeing this like thing. You got to tell us you're like, so, um, I'm seeing this right now. It's like five VH three Z seven, something of that nature. You, and you've got a bill from tell us and you're watching the broadcast and you're actually wondering like, God, do you even speak? Do you even care? And I feel like when Wesley's talking, You've been feeling his presence and God wants to get your attention because he loves you and he wants you here on this broadcast. You weren't here by accident. I believe you're here by divine purpose because God has a plan for your life. And he actually, he speaks to you more than what you think. You know, Wesley, how many times have we seen God speak to us? Even in things we'd even think like, I, like I, I know for me, there's times where we get through our day and it's, it's not always this audible voice of like, this is God. Like, like I think sometimes we Hollywoodize everything. And, and uh, I actually felt like there's people on the broadcast. You're feeling God in the peace that you're feeling right now. Some of you are feeling God right now in the joy or the, or this time right now where you're the sensitivity. And so I wanted you to keep receiving. I know there's many people that have said yes. You know, Wesley, let's just, if we can, do you have, do you have 10 more minutes, bud? Can we yeah. go for 10, 10 more guys? We're going to go for 10 more minutes. We're just going to stay in this place. If you want to pray for those that have said yes to Jesus, go for it. But uh, also too, guys, let's just stay on with us. And then if we can't get to you in prayer in the next 10 minutes, um, join us in less than 15 minutes. We're going to be doing our zoom prayer. And so it's a big virtual green room. All that information is in our voice revival uh, description of this live, but go for it, my friend. You know, I just like, I saw this picture of it's basically, it's like you got those who said yes, just shedding off the old man. The old version of you. That that old decayed skin coming off of your heart. Wow. And having a brand new heart. Come on. Jesus, I just ask right now. Give us new hearts. Give us new hearts. Let them have baby skin. Just soft, unscarred, uncalloused. Just uncalloused from the world right now. Jesus. Would you just help us recognize your voice when it comes in those unorthodox ways?
that we would just realize that it's you that's speaking. Let there be freedom right now. Freedom right now. Yeah. 